Welcome to episode 199 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we're looking at the X-Files Season 8, Episode 18. So this one is Viennin. The action primarily takes place in the Gulf of Mexico, kind of close to where the U.S. and Mexico have disputed borders. The original air date was April 29th of 2001. The average IMDb user score is 8.1 out of 10. So this is an episode directed by Rod Hardy. This is his third and final time directing The X-Files. He previously directed Roadrunners and Salvage. It was written by Stephen Maida. And we've discussed his work before. This is his third of five episodes of The X-Files. He previously wrote Brand X and Red Rum. And he's got two more coming up in Season 9. So the basic premise in the pre-credit teaser, we see a bunch of guys in an oral rig who are cheering on a hockey game. When the reception goes out, they get a little cranky. One of them slips away and goes down and kills the radio operator and tries to destroy the radio. When he's caught, we find out that the radio operator was infected with the black oil and one of the other men on the oil rig who finds him irradiates him and glows bright white as we've seen these before. So there's at least a few men on this oil rig who have been infected by the black oil. After that pre-credits teaser, we find out that Mulder informed Doggett of this. Doggett felt it wasn't worth investigating, even though he was completely familiar with Mulder's previous reports. He just had a hard time believing them. And throughout the course of the investigation, we discover that yeah, somehow the man who attacked the radio operator was immune to the black oil. So when Scully realizes this, because she's going through his corpse and finds the virus dead, well, that's when she realizes it's on that rig. And Doggett, who's supposed to be the only one there, is in trouble. Doggett was sent out even though he didn't think it was worth investigating because Mulder was investigating on his own and angered one of the, the heads of the company who are trying to, to dig this oil in disputed territory and get it pumped out as quickly as they can. As things progress... Well, when Doggett arrived on the rig, he found out that Mulder was already there. So again, Mulder was stepping way out of bounds, which was a bit of a setup. By the time it's all said and done, Mulder and Doggett are two of the last three people who are not infected with the black oil. Doggett almost is infected, so he sees what it can do with his own eyes. And he finally comes to terms with that and accepts it. The only other man who was naturally immune was killed by the rest, and Mulder and Doggett escape before the rig blows up. So they recovered, they're brought back, and Doggett manages to avoid getting reprimanded for it because all the blame is squarely on Mulder, who has been kicked out of the FBI. So he is no longer an FBI agent. And it was done nicely. At the end, when Mulder's getting kicked out, and he's been fired, he does take the full blame for it and lets Doggett go because he says, yeah, you know, I'm doing this not just for you, Doggett, but also for the X-Files. 
So the, the X-Files need respect that you can bring it. So even though they don't really get along, the torch is officially passed for the audience because at this point, the production crew knew David Duchovny would not be back again until the series finale. Or at least that was the belief at the time. So we do have a very recognizable guest cast this time around. We've got Miguel Sandoval as the oil company exec. He's got 163 acting credits to his name, some of which are still in pre-production. He is best known for his work in Shark Objects, Clear and Present Danger, Jurassic Park, and Get Shorty. So, definitely had some notable work here, even prior to this guest appearance on The X-Files. Now, the foreman who runs the rig is played by Casey Biggs. So, he's got 73 acting credits to his name, including some completed but unreleased works. He is best known, according to the IMDb, for his work in The Pelican Brief, Dragonfly, Broken Arrow, and Star Trek Deep Space Nine, where he plays Damar, who had one heck of a story arc and a plan for him. Gregory Cruz plays Diego Garza. He was the immune man on the rig, who wasn't found until later. 67 acting credits to his name most recently in a short film that was produced in 2016, but apparently has not yet been released. Or at least that's on the top of his IMDb. He does have other credits that I now see were released in 2020. So the fact that it's completed but unreleased is why it's being driven to the top of that list. It's not chronological in his case. He is best known for his work in Hell or High Water, Without a Paddle, Saving Grace, and Turok. That's the video game. MC Ganey is also quite recognizable. He's the, the infected man who kills the first immune guy. He is best known for his work in Club Dread, Wild Hogs, Con Air, and Breakdown. He's got 188 acting credits to his name, including four projects completed or in post-production. Lee Rareman plays the replacement radio operator who is eventually infected and joins with them. 71 acting credits to his name, again, including some in 2020. He is best known for his work in Star Trek Into Darkness, The Last Action Hero, Blackout, and Terriers. Now, Luis Velalta plays Simon de la Cruz. He's the man who tries to stop things in the pre-credits teaser. This is one of his four best-known-for credits. Simon de la Cruz in the X-Files is actually the first of his best-known-for and then he's got L.A. Noir, The Last Race, and The Shield as Officer Avila. He appeared in four episodes of The Shield. His IMDb list only has seven credits to his name, the others being uh, Driver in an episode of Numbers, Uniform number 195 in an episode of Cold Case, and Rush, a TV movie where his character isn't even named. Kevin Loomis plays the chef in this. Again, it's his best-known credit on the IMDb. He's got 10 acting credits to his name, going from Final Justice in 1998 to Deception in 2018. Best known for this, The Practice, Life in Flight, and In Pursuit. He also plays Clown Number 1 in the pilot episode of She Spies, which I think took the Charlie's Angels concept and had a lot of fun with it. It's worth tracking down the first season and the first season only 
is out on DVD. Now, Steve Wilcox was the initial radio operator. 72 acting credits to his name, another of which are in post-production now. Best known for his work in The Liberator, The Zero Hour, American Me, and Gang Related. And the final guest actor here is actually a hockey announcer. It was Rich Marota playing the hockey announcer. He only has three acting credits on the IMDb. This is the second. After reporter number one in Ali, an American Hero in year 2000, and before Nickelodeon Magazine's Big Ben, or Big Ten, Birthday Bash in 2003 in an unnamed role. He's also played himself as the ringside commentator in Top Rank Live and Prime Ticket Los Angeles Kings Hockey, the TV series. So I suspect that they got the hockey announcer who's either existing footage or they had him record it custom for the episode. So all in all, it is a decent episode. It does go back to the Black Oil for the first time in a while. It had almost felt like they'd moved on to a new conspiracy with the super soldiers. I suspect that was there just to tie it together because the oil rig is that chance to isolate Mulder and Doggett together, give them a way to write Mulder out of the series, and also find a way to pass the torch and force these guys to work together. So while the Black Oil is part of the long-term conspiracy. This doesn't have a huge part of that, aside from just existing here and then getting blown up. But it does have a big part to play in terms of the character development and moving things forward. Because as the people in production knew, Mulder was gone and Gillian Anderson was going to have a much lighter role in the coming seasons. Anyway, that's all we have to say about Viennan. Join us again in two weeks' time when we come back for episode 200 to discuss the Lone Gunman episode, The Lying Game. Thank you for listening.